career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. All right, guys, we are back for another 40 plus real men, real talk. And you got two real guys that are going to talk about, we're not really sure. No, <laughs> actually, we do kind of have an idea here because we both got on to this call before we turned on the recording and we're kind of like, yeah, some shit's going down. I'm not really sure why it's going down. It happened to show up and I can't really figure out what it is, but I'm kind of just living with it. I'm going to like move through it. And we thought, yeah, that pretty much is a great topic. So here we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, my friend Seth, he is a guy who's been on my other podcast. I know you guys are listening going, okay, all this guy does is bring guys who's been on his other podcast. We'll get over it. They're all great guys. They got great stuff to share with everybody. And um, he's a tarot reader. And he happens to also be gay, so don't go running all you straight guys. We're, we're here to give you guys <laughs> some insight on other things. And we'll probably talk a little bit about tarot, but seriously, both of us, literally, Seth, we came on this call like, okay, some stuff's going on. Not sure how I'm feeling about it. You know, not sure where I want to go with things. And so let's just kind of dive in. When that stuff shows up, like today, you said, you know, you were questioning a lot of stuff. Where does that send you, man? Does I send you like over? Well, let me tell you guys, he's already drinking martini, so I can tell you that's where it's going. But, um, and, you know, where does I don't it, where, normally have. I don't normally have martinis in the middle of the week. So, right. yes, this was, a, this was a moment where I just felt like, let me put a little anchor in front of me, settle yep. down for a minute, and uh, just be present where I am right now, mm. which is honestly the best place for me to go. So, like, like I was saying earlier before we – jumped on i i got hit with this experience of what does it mean to be uh, a man who recognizes that he's a gay man but has these moments of internalized homophobia and how do we deal with those things yep because it, it it can be intense sometimes it hits you like a ton of bricks and sometimes you don't even realize it's happening for example i um i was on my phone and i was the the next song was coming up in the cycle, yeah. you know, and it was, it was a musical. I don't remember what it was now, but a musical popped up. Of course it was. Hello. Of course it was. Because <laughs> uh, at some point we're all theater queens, or at least right. most of us are. Okay. And and it, for it, you straight guys, that means, you know, <laughs> gay men always get put in this stereotype that we all go to the theater, which a lot of us do. Oh, but theater queens, if you, you know, look it up, it's, I'm sure it's out there on Wikipedia somewhere. <laughs> Who knows what you'll find. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that came up and I, I realized that I clicked a little button to black out the screen because mm -hmm. I realized I wasn't sure who was around me or who was going to see it. Was I in a safe space? What environment was I in? Where's the all door right. if I need to, like, who's, who do I need to protect myself from? And that's all that, first, it's the fear from a long time ago of, of who could threaten my life. Right. But now it's the, it's that, why am I even scared? I'm, I'm going to be 44 in May. Mm -hmm. why is this an issue for me that someone might see that nonsense popped up on my, my phone <laughs> and I'm listening to nun singing and they're black, they're, you know, 
<laughs> belting out something about being in the spotlight while they raise money to bury their dead sisters. Right. So it, 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 no one can hear. They don't care. Right. So why am I so worried? Where does that even come from? Well, it comes from our, our own stuff, of course, because we've been told, oh, you're that because you do this and you're this because, you know, it's all that stuff and mm -hmm. gay, straight or bi or everything in between. I think guys in general, we have those moments and you can call it internalized homophobia, internalized sportsophobia, internalized, oh my God, I love to cook and that's not manly, except I always get, mm. it's always fascinating to me that, you know, oh, the woman's in the kitchen and, and <laughs> the predominances of chefs are guys. So, you know, go figure that yeah. one always fucks with me too. But um, I just think it is that thing where there's so many constructs that have been thrown on us, especially gay men, but as men in general, uh, this is what you are and that's not right. And so God, if you're sitting there listening to nonsense and of course, you know, Seth, if you broke out in a dance and you put your habit on, then you know, <laughs> there would be a whole nother thing. We need to go have a conversation about. Not really. It was in my I think that would be fabulous. You know, in the middle of the world, <laughs> here's my habit. Here's my habit. <laughs> you know? But, uh, but yeah, I think it is that sort of stuff. You know, I woke up this morning questioning some things about what I was doing and then I went to the gym and it was so funny because they're about to have like a big post-tax day sort of thing where you can sign up and get extra months and everything. And I walk in and they have all these, you know, signs up of all these participating businesses. And of course, they've like printed them out on like, you know, the old printer paper that just goes on and on and on, oh, yeah. you know, the feeder one, you know. And of course, you know, my, my gay self, he goes, oh, I could do this so much more better. <laughs> you know, like, like wanting to redesign the whole party thing, you know? Yeah. And as I, as I looking at it, just kind of staring at it, then I realized I kind of just didn't like my <sighs> internalized little gay pivot, which I rarely do, but I did a gay pivot as I walked away and I thought, Oh God, <laughs> did somebody see me just pivot like that? Yeah. You know, because it's like kind of weird. And of course, then I get up on the gym floor and I'm like, okay, butch it up, boy, butch it up. But, I was worried about that. I was worried that somebody saw me do this stupid little pivot. And of course there wasn't anybody around, but it's kind of the same thing. It's like, who's really watching and who really cares? Nobody. Nobody. So what and if, if, if they no do, one really cares? Yeah. If no one really cares, then what, why does it, why does it matter? Are we really at a point in our lives where we have fear that, we're going to be harmed in some way or are we at a point in our lives where we could recognize that that exists and now we can take step two yes and yes yes and yes 100 on your paper <laughs> now we will go to the whole let's analyze this thing to death but no seriously i think it is yes and yes because i think at least for me i've i've felt those moments where it's like okay i recognize something that in my past would have caused me to be very fearful. But yet I recognize that's really kind of a silly fear at this point. But there's stuff that's happening currently that can put me right back in that space. So I'm kind of juggling between, okay, I know it's kind of ridiculous to think I should be afraid of this, but given certain circumstances in today's culture, there's reasons to recognize it, but I can still step above it. I know I just can step above it and I'm better off if I can step above it. So that's my So opinion. maybe you should walk back in next time in your like Richard Simmons outfit. 
Oh, how did you know that was in my trunks? I assume you did that. make a big assumption, but yes, <laughs> I, <clears throat> yes, I could. I actually have done that a couple of times on Halloween because I'm not so anything. You've been like Richard him. Simmons. Yes, I've gone as Richard Simmons. Okay, that's my confession. This wow. We just went somewhere on this podcast I was not expecting to go in the first few episodes. I just lost half my listeners, but that's okay, guys. I'm really much more butch than, well, I'm sounding right now probably, but um, yeah, I think it is that stuff. You know, we get these weird fears. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and he's like, you know, I was flirting with this gal. He actually lives in New York City because I was, you know, out at this bar flirting with this gal. And then some guy said, you're just, such, you're just such a woman chaser. And he's like, really? Is that, what I'm, you know, is that what I'm putting off? And so now he's carrying that with him everywhere he goes. And I don't see him. At, you know, I see him once every two weeks we Skype with each other or you know, Zoom or whatever. And he's like, eat, this thing is eating at him. And so in the same way, these things show up and it's like, okay, but that just happened to him recently, but I said to him, where in your past, you know, in your past coming up as a young man, has somebody accused you of that? Because I think that's what he's carrying forward. And I think that's what we carry forward. I mean, there's something for you, I think, based on what you said about nonsense and listening to show tunes, that somebody made some comment or something, or just the societal, oh, you know, all the queens go to shows, you know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of puts you in that space. I think it's truly incredible right now. In the example you shared, and and in the one that I shared, the similarity for me is that we are really reflective right now, mm -hmm. rather than just being in a state of not knowing why I feel the way I feel. I can reflect at at this point in my life. You know, is that really a thing? Why is that happening? What was the source? And and even right now have a conversation about it mm -hmm. rather than dwell on it on my own in fear and have it just spiral or turn into this nasty little rotten thing that right. I have to deal with later in therapy. Right. Because God knows we don't need any more therapy. I mean, no. It gets way too expensive. And especially if Obamacare is going away, you know, honey, I just can't afford it. <laughs> and for sure. <laughs> but um, I don't, it is this interesting thing because as you were talking, I thought, yeah, what happens when we don't just like let something go and it kind of gets rooted in us? In fact, my husband and I were talking about this last night about, oh God, I don't want to get in hot water here, but oh well, fuck it. Mm -hmm. um, these, these stories that keep coming up about men doing inappropriate things to women and specifically presidential campaign people and he's not even in the race yet but we'll go with mr biden and by the time this airs who knows what will have happened but mm -hmm. it got me thinking even as a gay man i'm afraid to do anything to a woman as a gay man i'm afraid to like reach out and hug a woman i'm afraid to you know touch a woman on the back say oh i hope you feel you know i'm so cautious now and it puts me in that space of why should i feel this way i've never i've never done anything but yet, here it is, the, the society, and I'm not saying anything's wrong. Of course, there's probably not any women listening to this, but there might be a few who are like, yes, you, I, my husband needs to listen to this. He really needs to listen to this. So I'll listen and like, I'll do the checklist. Yes, here's why you need to listen to it. Here's the 10 reasons to listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, 
but I, I think these are the things that we start to carry forward as humans specifically, but even more specifically as guys, because we do one thing. And a lot of times that one thing can really carry forward and haunt us as men, because men are supposed to be able to handle all these things. We're supposed to do all these things and move through them. And maybe that's part of what's showing up for both of us in this stuff that we're experiencing. I, I think so. And I, part of what reflects what I'm reflecting on now is, is my nephew who's just 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we all grew up in Oregon surrounded by loggers. I mean, I did, I did not grow up in a community that had people that listened to musicals and went right. to plays. So uh, my nephew has that same kind of uh, experience and is surrounded by this and he wants to be a, a rancher and, he has very uh, solid views on what uh, his relationship is going to look like, right. which is a very 1950s type of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and what's interesting, though, is that the partners he, ch- he chooses aren't giving him that kind of leeway. Mm. So while he says one thing, he's doing another. And I, I wonder um, how much our exposure to the next generation has given them the opportunity mm-hmm. to not have the kind of concerns that we have as we're, you know, we're watching uh, Biden go through his, his thing. Right. And um, as, as many others have before him. Uh, but the, the challenge there is the, the privilege that he felt he had to do what he did. Yep. Uh, and now we're hearing and finally realizing and recognizing that that privilege isn't granted or it isn't, it isn't mm-hmm. <laughs> warranted, wanted. Right. Uh, and, and my nephew, as I'm watching him, he doesn't have that fear because he has grown up with the opportunity to ask. Right. Before he a, goes and just touches somebody, right. even though he has that kind of feeling or cadence that I would associate with someone of Biden's era. Right. Yep. He's learned. And I think that's a really interesting mirror you just drew there because not only does it say, here's what was acceptable. And actually, as you were talking, <clears throat> I was going back to, you know, the, the 40s and 50s eras and the TV shows where it was so common for, you know, every man when he, you know, was out in a social environment to lean in and kiss a woman on the cheeks as a greeting. I'm like, that shit don't fly today. It just doesn't happen. But yet, what a beautiful mirror that this generation sees that what is what was, and yet they have, hopefully a lot of them, have learned here's what is now and this is the better way of doing this so that we can continue to evolve. And yet, even as we go back to your, your experience on you know, listening to the musical, there's some reflection there of, this is okay, I know I'm good with this, but I need something reflected back to me that even more strongly in, in my current space today at 40 some years old, I can say this is okay. And I don't even have to let it start to sink in anymore. You know, it's like, it doesn't even show up. We don't have to question it. And I hope someday to actually fully be in that space. Mm-hmm. And that I think for most men, yeah. And I think for most men, gay or straight, and I'm going to you know go to the gay route first, 
I think so many gay men hold themselves back because of this, what I'm going to call wounding, the wounding that says, this is what it means to be gay. Everything from musicals to your light in the pants to all you do is walk around and have sex in the streets, whatever all these stereotypes are, to straight men who say, you're supposed to bring home the bacon, you're supposed to like, you know, all you do is show up to be the daddy father figure, all, all these fucking constructs that yes. we get told and then one day in the middle of a work day or at the beginning of the work day when we lean over to turn on a song or listen to the next track and boom nonsense hits you upside the head and you're <laughs> like batted into your take that habit away you know because i'm not <laughs> supposed to be listening to this it's just it's a fascinating space for us guys to really go play in and i think for the guys who are listening all two of them besides, well, that would be you and I that are just listening to this right now. <laughs> but seriously, guys that are listening is to think in your own life, when you have these moments, go to the source. Literally go, okay, source can mean many things. Just go Oprah on me right now. But source can be whatever you want it to be. But literally go to the source and think, when was the first time I, I experienced that thought or that feeling that this is what it means for me to be a man? This is what it means for me to be who I'm supposed to be in other people's minds and eyes. I think that's the key to what we're trying to bring forward here today. You think that's, you think we hit it, Seth? Do you think that's it? I think that's, I think that's exactly it. You know, and Seth could have done this like early on. He could have got us here so much quicker because, you know, tarot people, they just read the future and <laughs> he could have said, well, this is where we're going to end up by, you know, 15 minutes into the show, Rick. But, um, <laughs> no, I think it really is that go to the source, figure out what is causing you to have that, work with it, explore it, play with it so that you get comfortable in, yeah, I'm here. And sometimes we have to go explore that over and over again until we learn the beautiful lesson or until you get all the way through the musical in Seth's case. So. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, Seth, I'm so glad you and I had this conversation. And seriously, guys, this, these are the kind of conversations that we want to keep having on 40 plus real men, real talk. So if you just have a burr up your butt and you want to like have a talk with me, then hit me up. But, uh, thanks for being here, Seth. And, you know, tell everybody, you know, where we can find you real quick before we sign out, even though we'll have it on the page. It's Seth the mystery man.com, right? No, that's <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> you can find me on all the apps. No, uh, where <laughs> you can find me at, well, that part's true. <laughs> you can find me at coming out tarot.com. Awesome. Uh, all my social media is coming out tarot. Best place to find me usually on social is Twitter and Instagram. So he says, but yes, <laughs> now he is. And I love what he does. And he gave me a reading and uh, I got to tell you, this guy's pretty amazing. So um, anyway, thanks, Seth, for being here, buddy. I sure appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you. That's a wrap for 40 Plus. Real men, real talk. Where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men, Real Talk, where the conversations continue.